Chino Maverick really do Need to get my mama crib, place to live Need to get myself a crib, make it really big Big enough to feed my pounds, I don't have a fuck to give Make a lot of money, buy a car, fuck up the div Maverick dream big, music only where I live Stay close to a nigga, won't forget you when I dip I don't need opinions, started rapping as a kid I know the shit I'm doing, don't just speak on how I live Nigga 33 That was Maverick 383 with Break Me, and you can stream it on any platform of your choice. Hello, everyone. Welcome home. Welcome to the Talk with the Zambian Child, hosted by me, Tevin Smart and Campbell. Today, I am quite filled with emotions, for I have two ladies, two women that have inspired me, springed up my growth in each and every way. And I think for the most part of you, you've gotten to know them from their positions and everything. And I feel one of them personally, I've gotten to know the other one, medially personally, I've gotten to know her. (laughs) Yeah. So, I hope you're all right today. And I hope as you're listening, you stay hydrated. And don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with anyone who might think might need to listen to it so today i have our first guest because i've got two guests today our first guest is the one and only florence jedidaya mulenga you managed to say my middle name i'm pretty much excited about that (laughs) i am excited as well at this point (laughs) thank you so much for having me We are glad to have you, Florence. And we also have the one and only. Guys, you just know this woman. When she speaks on that stage, literally during elections, she was a bomb. It is Cholwe. Joyce. Welcome, Cholwe. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much, Kevin. We're glad to have you. So, for our listeners or guests I don't really know you, we could start with you, Florence. Who is Florence Jedidaya Mulenga? Okay, um, so, um, hello everyone. Welcome to the program and thank you for having me, Kevin. And it's an honor to share the platform with you, Cholwe. And um, <clears throat> who's Florence Mulenga? Um, well, Florence... First of all, is um, a female, age 22. Anyway, I'm just kidding. So uh, Florence Mlenga is a person who's passionate about science and technology and innovation and entrepreneurship. So I'll just put it like this. Maybe let me just say Florence Mlenga is someone who is passionate about innovation and entrepreneurship. So for me, I believe that if we can, if we can combine innovation and entrepreneurship, then we'll have like economic development beyond our wildest dreams. And I look forward to seeing that in my country. So that's what I'm all about. So I'm, in, I'm an innovator myself. I came up with a research concept of an anti-asthma body spray that could prevent asthmatic patients from going into an asthmatic attack. It's just a research concept so far, no prototype available, but I've received a number of awards for that research itself. And um, what else? Uh, being passionate about 
Innovation. I'm the programs officer for the Zambia National STEM Foundation, which is aimed at promoting science and technology here in Zambia, and which is something I'm very passionate about. And aside from that, I'm also a talk show host at uh, Unza TV Ridgeway Campus. And um, well, the other things we'll remember along the way, but yeah, thank you for having me. That's who I am in a nutshell. That's the reason I believe now why they say whenever you read Florence Menga in any article, it's always the multiple award-winning innovator, the one who's introduced it. It's always that line. And I've loved that in the introduction, that line just fits everything. <laughs> what of you, Cholo? Who is Cholo Joya? Who is she? Who is this lady? Wow, wow. First of all, I'd like to say I'm so, so, so excited to, you know, interact with uh, Florence as well. Um, what, what an honor. You know, I'm so much inspired by her work. Uh, then, uh, introducing myself, well, I'm Chole Joyce Lungu. I am a student at the University of Zambia, doing a bachelor's degree in economics and development studies. And I am also an author. Right, I am an author. I have authored the book uh, Macroeconomics Simplified, basically because you know we wanted to make things easy for economics students. Uh, I had just just had that passion, and then also I am the founder of uh, Global Youth Inspiration, an organization that uh, simply helps to supply um, academic resources to vulnerable students and also inspire them to just, you know, be innovative and, you know, do great things for our country and the whole world at large. And also I am the Secretary General currently um, for uh, the School of Humanities and Social Sciences Association. And thank you for having me, Tevin. And thank you. Yeah. Once more, just thank you and thank you for making me have the opportunity to interact with Florence. Sure. Wow, your prof, your profiles, people are heavy. Like, yeesh. those profiles are heavy to introduce yourself, guys. We are so happy to have you, literally. Like, we are excited, we are happy, and I feel everyone remembers. I hope the audience remembers Chonwe from our second episode in season one on religious balance four of you guys might think she's like familiar that's where i remember from when she came on our show so we've seen that both of you came up with something to help society Cholwe, it's from the book it, it's about books it's about writing uh it's about forming this organization that could help tutor students with Florence, we've seen that you came up with a whole anti-asthma conceptual idea, and that has just literally helped you win awards. By the end of the day, it's scientific. It's something that's literally inspiring every girl out there, every boy out there, that they can literally find something out of them. What actually inspired you guys to come up with this? Or what strategies did you take? We could start with you, Cholwe. Okay, thank you very much, Tevin. So, what inspired me? Well, uh, I think whenever you 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 take uh, you you notice a problem in society, 
it's, it's usually that thing that really hurts you so much, that thing you don't want to see. And I remember when I just, you know, uh, was a first year student and I could notice that some, most of the students had so much challenges in terms of accessing resources, especially those that are quite vulnerable. And some of them wouldn't really be fine, not because, not because they were not intelligent or anything, but because they, they didn't just have proper access to resources, or maybe they weren't, um, you know, motivated enough or stuck, uh, something like that. So um, I realized that we needed change, okay? I needed that kind, because I had always wondered why, you know, university, had a little bit of that kind of negligence compared to high school. It was, um, it was, it was, it was, I think I saw a feat that we uh, create such an organization to assist students. Yeah. Thank you for that, Chole. Florence, what inspired your idea? I'm actually feeling guilty right now because, you know, Chole's um, idea stemmed from something that was that was like you know at in like it was part of her like she was very passionate about it. For me, on the other hand, it was different. For me, I was inspired by this girl who she came. She gave a speech about how she's a um, what do you call that a science. <clears throat> okay, I, I won't mention the organization, but she was an she's, she was an ambassador for that organization. And how she's traveled the world and for me i love traveling so when i heard about that i was like okay how did you do it and she's like oh this is how i did it and i've been active in this organization and stuff like that so i was like oh, you know what i think i would also like to travel let me participate in this competition so she mentioned a certain competition and i signed up for it and um i got picked i, I had to come up with an idea like I, I i literally researched 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 and then i applied with that idea and whatnot but then as time went into the competition as they taught us that whatever we're doing in the competition whatever idea we have has to have impact that's the moment i got to realize that whatever i get to do in my life should be impactful to others it's not about just me wanting to travel the world it's not about me just wanting to make money whatever you want to do whether it's a business whether it's a it's a research proposal whatever you're going to do how is it having impact on the world so through that competition i got to realize that whatever i'm doing has to have impact and in as much as my research stemmed from the fact that i just wanted to travel the world and whatnot it ended up being something that I became so passionate about. I didn't even know that I was so passionate about science until that competition. And that was like, that was called FemBioBase. So when FemBioBase started, I got to realize so many things about myself, which is why I strongly believe in giving people platforms because these platforms make people realize their full potential and what they are capable of. Because that's what made me realize that I can be impactful in people's lives. So even when I was presenting my research, it was no longer about me wanting to win it was about me now thinking about the number of lives i would be, i would impact if that research uh, project became a real product so that's what that's how it all started and then through that i got to realize you know pharmaceutical products are very complicated actually you take minimums like six years to actually produce a prototype because it's a medicine and it might affect many lives so but then vaccines are easier to make so that's why they take less years but an actual drug even the simplest drug you can ever 
uh, talk about takes quite some time. So I realized that, you know what, even while I'm waiting for the time to actually happen, or even if it doesn't happen, I want to use this journey to inspire others. And I can tell you there are so many people who've told me they became innovators because they read about what I did and they came out of their show and innovated things whereby their product is even actually existing and it's now helping people. So for me, it's now what I decided to make it about, to make it a journey that I can use to inspire people to become innovators here in Zambia because it made people realize that you can be an innovator here in Zambia. You can achieve your goals in the science world here in Zambia. So for me, that's how this whole journey of STEM, which is science, technology, engineering, and mathematics started from. My passion grew because I was given a platform. So yeah, pretty much that's it. Thank you for that from both of you. It's quite good and amusing to hear that both your ideas or your inspirations came from different parts but at the end of the day humanity was at the center of it all at the end result and it's really inspiring to know that we we the coming up people are literally trying also to beat the ideas are getting inspiration from you and you keep literally braving the odds and we are literally happy to have you amongst us but let me ask you the both of you You've come up with such great ideas and they're literally being seen by the world and taken into consideration. And in a world that has been so masculine, how did you still stand out as women? We could start with you, Florence, before you go to Cholo. <clears throat> in a world that we're living in, one thing I've noticed about most people is the fact that we're so concerned about what everybody else thinks about us and for me that's one thing that really doesn't bother me and i've i've come to interact with a lot of different successful people and i've noticed that for them what society thinks about them doesn't bother them so why i'm mentioning this is because um I remember when you are starting to build something, it will look like foolishness to others. The moment it becomes a success story, everybody would talk about how they knew when you started, they were there, they've seen you grow and stuff like that. But they were the ones who called it foolishness when you were starting. So I feel like the starting makes people fail to start because they're so concerned about what society thinks about them. Because even when I was signing up, trust me uh Tevin, no one was literally interested in my class like nobody wanted to sign up they're like ah it's a waste of time and whatnot but the moment it became a success story everybody wanted to be a part of it they started asking me about the competition and shockingly it, the competition didn't come again like the next year and the year after even up to now they haven't opened the competition yet again and the moment was right there open for everybody but they were so concerned about what society would think about them so i feel like um what has made me stand out is the fact that i really really okay so it's important to also care about your reputation and all that yeah reputation is very important but if you have a good intention about what you are doing then really the last thing you want to worry about is what people will say about you what people will think about you even entrepreneurs when you look at mr dumisani kube the way he is right now everybody's celebrating his success stories but i don't think people would have celebrated him as much when he was just starting with those tomatoes and those goats and those bicycles so you find find that people want the product they want the final product without 
the start they don't want to go through the dirt so yeah for me that's what i've noticed about myself and obviously the biggest thing is god i know people are always like why do people like saying oh no it was just good like for real, certain things it's just good in fact all things is just good and i do glorify his holy name for the things that i've achieved um my whole entire life and it's all been miraculous but god works on people who work as well you know faith without actions is dead so you also have to be putting in the effort for god to come and multiply what you what he has already given you so yeah for me it's been those things that i've noticed in my life thank you for that and i love the fact just talked like that's just really great to hear from you chulwe Wow, thank you so much Kevin. I think I like what I like what Florence said in the beginning. It's like when you're starting something, others um are going to think that uh, what you're doing is not really going to go anywhere or that it's foolish, right? But um I also like the god aspect that you brought in because I could relate it with a certain scripture as well which says the rejected stone has now become the chief cornerstone. So usually when you're starting out something uh Uh, a lot of people are not really going to believe in what you start uh, what you're starting i remember when i started writing my because i i first started with microeconomics i felt a lot of times i felt many times i had some challenges out right and then usually um you know my pc things would happen and i later decided to write macro god knows why and so when i was uh, writing that book i had those uh, i had i had that uh, I had that little bit of fear in me saying oh I, I can't do this alone you know I feel like I need some people to get on board I need some friends to get on board and put in some ideas um usually that's what I do when I'm doing something I want some other people to also come in and put in some ideas because I was afraid of what other people were going to say so what what was going to happen and all that kind of thing Unfortunately a lot of people that I requested to come on board you know some of them would usually joke about it they I just forget about it you're going to write after you complete the book but because I was very passionate to those who had difficulties in that particular course I remember just keeping on I just kept on writing and writing and writing and had no challenges publishing thank god uh, uh and once it just came out you know a lot of people were actually su- surprised i published my book with dnk daniel mokabani and very very good publishers by the way and um he kind of put up something and i had some friends coming to me uh, saying oh really so you made what you were saying and all that kind of thing and some people would ask me they would say but why didn't you wait for at least you just re- finish doing your degree or your bachelor's degree that's when you can write that book i remember even having challenges presenting my book to to the lecturers or even tutors or anyone because i was afraid of the fact that they were going to you know that kind of thing so but why should you write a book we're going to monitor you and all that kind of thing but i was very excited that was this should have been last month when i I presented my book to one of the first lecturers and also works externally that's uh Mr. Lu- Dr. Luvinda Havazoka. I was very excited because I was one of the first people that I presented my book to uh because previously I had that thing in me say what what is society going to think what are the lecturers going to think you know um are they really going to monitor me you know can they you know use that as a tool to kind of see to it that you know something happens 
So all those fears. So um, I believe for me, I work with the principle of focus. I don't really look, I, I go beyond the limits. Usually, uh, if I notice that uh, people say that this thing is male-ish, okay, they believe that only males can do this, I normally go beyond that and just prove it to say even females can do this. So, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Okay, before we even go to Lawrence, let me just ask this. You have come up with Global Youth Inspiration and you've wrote the book and you are one of the nominees for the Founder of the Year Award under the Entrepreneur category. Did you ever, when you started, did you ever think GYI or your Marco book would reach you this far? When I, because when I was starting Tevin, uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't really about I have to get the award. I have to probably, you know, this is going to happen. That wasn't really in my mind. What was really in my mind is, it, it was, I want to do this. I have to do this for the people. We have to do this. I remember that was around, I don't forget this, and usually when someone asks me when I would start, I would tell them. It was around zero one when I sat alone in my room and I was, I just received the word from the Holy Spirit and, and you should write this and you should help people really and for me then you know because i think you understand when a vision is starting you don't really have a clear picture of um where you're going and what what uh what uh, um what god is directing you to do uh, and so on and so forth so what happened was at that time um it's it's i think for me I think it took um, it took it took passion. Not really, you know. I, I really want to have this and that and that. So when it came, when the foyer thing came and the other few, you know, interaction with other people, interactions with other people who do the same thing and other few connections, I was very very excited and I was very very, you know, because I wasn't really prepared for that. Like I have told. You. I was very excited and I was looking forward to seeing how I can use those very connections to impact people's lives. Yeah, that's that's what I can say. Thank you for that, Chandler. And Florence, we saw you when the whole thing came, the anti-asthma spray concept all came up. We saw you, the media grew. We saw you on ZNBC. We saw you on various platforms. We saw you win awards. We saw you, we saw you grow that big. How did you manage to still stay stand with all that media presence and still know that what you are meant for, you are still walking through that path? Um, okay. First of all, I just want to commend um, and to commend um, Cholwe for everything that she has done like writing a book is a whole process and i'll go to her for advice <laughs> and thank you so much for sharing your story it's like really amazing honestly and starting to write your book at zero one like yeah that's that's, that's some really awesome stuff <laughs> yeah so um <clears throat> you know telling what happened like the time the news got to the public I was doing my internship at uh, medical stores, which is now known as Zamsa. So I was literally in the warehouse and we were doing our job. And my phone was just buzzing, you know, buzzing, buzzing. I was like, what's happening? I log into social media. The news is everywhere. Like 
everywhere you scroll, people are just talking about you. You're receiving calls. I remember receiving a call from Daily Mail. Uh, sorry, Zaya, Zambia Daily Mail. They're like, uh, where are you? We need to do an interview ASAP. I'm just like, um, I'm working. They're like, we're going to come pick you up. Times of Zambia also calls, where are you? We need to do an interview. I'm like, I'm working. They're like, okay, we're coming to do the interview from there. So it was so crazy. And I don't like to refer myself as an introvert or an extrovert because you can't really categorize someone. Tomorrow you're an introvert, tomorrow you're an extrovert. So like, um, I can't really categorize myself in any of the two, but trust me uh, publicity is scary for everyone like even the most famous person let's say maybe obama publicity is also scary for just so many people but then it's that thing whereby you have to do it like even if you don't want to you have to do it i remember when he came i was having an interview with him and he said um he didn't want publicity but greatness comes with publicity whether you want it or not it will still come you know so it was that moment where i had to be strong and just embrace everything so it was scary because you know you walk out of the building people are like oh the girl is on social media on the bus oh yeah the girl in the newspaper so it was <laughs> it was so overwhelming honestly <laughs> and i remember there was been a time where i decided okay let me just go offline but even though you go offline you still receive calls even if you switch off your phone you still receive a name but talking about you and stuff so, <laughs> <laughs> so it was like really um, a, a scary moment but it was also exciting to to have a feeling of how <laughs> people feel when they're you know slightly famous and stuff it, it was amazing but very overwhelming and scary at the same time but then i really did just ask god to give me the strength because on my own i was going to mentally break down imagine how we get overwhelmed with social media and then now on top of it people are just calling you there are people sharing your story all over so i feel like all that like i just needed the grace of god to manage everything and i told god to just like you know lord here am i do whatever do whatever it is that you want to do with me and i made sure i didn't cancel any interview because mostly uh, when you get overwhelmed you start to cancel interviews and uh, that, that's something that i get to do i, I think i have canceled a number of interviews but when i was just starting i made sure i didn't cancel any interviews because you know it's also an opportunity to create a brand for yourself so i'm glad god gave me that wisdom to be able to create a brand for myself at that particular moment so that even when i'm nominated for certain awards my name speaks for itself i don't have to um you know like uh, push things further or anything the name speaks for itself so at that particular moment god gave me uh, at least like wisdom to actually you know take advantage of the opportunity and create a brand for yourself and i feel like um um that's something that can actually help someone who's listening to this sometimes people are like oh my gosh i've created a brand but then nobody's following me i'm on facebook i'm on instagram i'm on linkedin no one is even seeing the stories that i'm sharing nobody's even reading the things that i talk about and stuff like that this is getting frustrating but no you didn't start that thing for followers you started it because you're passionate about it and trust me when the big moment comes everybody will be reading even your post from 2009 people will still read they will go back and they will see what you are all about so yeah that's what happens to me honestly and yeah i did get overwhelming scary but i took advantage of the moment to create a brand and i feel that really really helped me and i i am encouraging anybody who's listening to this that that moment is going to come if you're trying to create a brand but be focused on you as cholo said focus on you focus on yourself 
yourself you know these other things they'll just come you know if you're creating a brand go and do whatever you want on your linkedin go and create that brand create that name even though no one is listening no one is following one day they will know about you i'm currently reading atomic habits and he he talks about how our small steps will lead to greatness and people make a mistake thinking that it starts with greatness but it starts with small steps that lead to greatness the parts on daka we know right now he started football a long time ago this is when like other people are knowing about him just because now he's making like lots of pounds lots of cash but he started those efforts those steps a long time ago so yeah that's uh, that, that's everything i think i've been going off topic but yeah <laughs> No, thank you for that. Like literally hearing from Cholwe, spending the night as early as zero one, coming to write a book, being inspired by the spirit, hearing how she literally braved the whole throughout the whole process and didn't give up, and hearing from from you, Florence, how you literally handled all this mania media presence, like the way it blew up. Because every time I felt like every time you watch news, it would be like boom. your parents to be like have you seen your friend doing that it was like enormous because every every household knew your name and the fact that god was at the center of both of you i'm so excited and we're excited to learn on both of your stories let me go to cholwe to cholwe i feel like i have literally benefited in each and everywhere from your work i feel like i came in at time in school when i didn't know exactly what to do but your work your book your organization <coughs> help me to the level that i am and for that i'm grateful and i think for flora though i wasn't a scientific medical student but i feel like the stories of innovation enveloped me to say oh i can actually do something with what i have so for someone out there who is literally seated inside literally seated and or is in the science department for you flora how do they tell what scientific innovation they are really called for like is there any tips is there anything within them that they should look out for for them to, to tell okay <clears throat> like um that's a very very good question and i feel most people like today i actually received a message from my friend she's like because I, i was talking about how someone has come up with plastic bricks that are stronger than the actual bricks so she was like how do people come up with this these things like do you just have to be like maybe an engineer or something like how do people come up with such but like i this is what i told her you just need to be a problem solver <clears throat> whenever you see the problem in as much as it sounds so cliche you've heard it a number of times but that's the truth you just need to be a problem solver wherever you go you see okay you know this water is not so clean i think what can be done about this you hear now people coming up uh, coming up with a solar water purifier there's this girl mangala maunga i recently interviewed her mangala maunga is only 15 years old probably this year she'll be 16 and she's in grade 11 she came up with a solar water purifier and she got an award from multi choice dstv and she got to pitch her idea in south africa and you know it was just it was amazing i don't know i i don't know if she pitched her idea in south africa or maybe that was the cash prize for her to go to sa and just like have a good time but yeah it was sponsored by cartoon network multi choice dstv so you find that like she's 
for her to be in uh, 15 years old and she's thinking of such it means that even someone who's 20 years old has the capacity has the ability to go out of their way to think about such things it doesn't mean that mwangala was some scientific genius who went to um who knew how a solar water purifier works she she didn't even know how it works but it was just an idea thinking okay how can i solve a dirty water problem how can i do so how can i go about this so i feel like let us be alert like just let's just be sharp like whenever you see whenever you're somewhere you see a problem come up with a solution like where i'm working currently like uh, the, you rem- i remember talking to you before the podcast that started that um my internship my contract is ending next week while i was working i i noticed that uh, they were giving they give meal coupons that are made of paper like you have to get a meal coupon each time you're going to have lunch so i asked the hr i was like ah, but why do we use paper looking at this generation why can't we use an electronic system because that would be easily accounted that would be easily be accounted for and paper is such a waste of money and he was like you know what that's a very good suggestion and something we've been thinking about but one thing i can tell you you have the eyes of a manager because a manager is a problem solver and looks out to keep resources in the company so such things it makes you 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 just notice more small things around you it doesn't you don't have to go and create a cure for hiv you don't have to create a cure for cancer it's just about you noticing the problems in your community just like cholo did she noticed that people were failing people were not doing so well but she had something that could help them and she went on and solved that problem so i feel like people feel like maybe when you're coming back coming up with a scientific research you have to you know go and uh, come up with a cure for what for what no honestly just go and solve the little little problems around you and that is what we call innovation we call that creativity so honestly there's no like big secret formula or anything it's just you being sharp in the environment and my um, my inspiration currently is Reid Hoffman the founder of LinkedIn so for uh, for Reid Hoffman for him he he's not like he's someone who in as much as he founded linkedin he's someone who's very sharp he notices startups that are going to grow like in the next few years okay this is going to be a big startup he notices them before they become something and he goes in and becomes this big investor in that company knowing that yes from now this is going to be a big company he's solving a, a problem indirectly because those people are literally suffering to start up he was even one of the people that invested in facebook before it grew up it grew and blew up so you find that people have a sharp eye for the future just learn to have a sharp eye for what the future needs the future is is filled with so many um sorry the the current the current present time is filled with so many problems and the future is looking forward towards the solutions that you have to bring to the table thank you for that florence cholwe what would be your addition to that to somebody who is in the social science department economics department and they are trying to say damn do i literally have the passion to write a book or create an organization to help someone what do i search within myself to actually see if i fit in an innovating or coming up with anything okay uh thank you very much david i think i i totally agree with what florence said you know you have to be a problem solver and i think uh to just uh add on uh what she has said i'll say it doesn't have to be very complicated the the problem that you scan doesn't have to be very complicated it has to it can be something that um 
something you you really know okay something uh you're doing for instance i'll give an example florence uh came up with that that thing that uh, relates to her program okay um and so i feel like it doesn't have to be something complicated you don't have to you know rush into discovery maybe probably something very big or something like i think i like florid said you start small everything starts small you you cherish the small beginnings so um in trying to solve a certain problem that society is facing it's very much uh, 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 uh it's very much important that you consider the fact that um uh the problem that you should find um should scan in your environment should be should be totally connected to something that you're doing okay it shouldn't be far from what you're doing it shouldn't be perfect for instance i wouldn't have come up with um it's not that some people would sometimes you write this because you were completely good at at that course or that program like i told you i i i am um, i'll tell you that i really liked for instance microeconomics more than macroeconomics but uh from that time that i published macroeconomics i have been trying to sort of build my career in macroeconomics more than microeconomics not knowing whether that's what really wanted for me but um I started with something and I was led to something else. So, I think uh I can also add another point there. I think in trying to find solutions for certain problems, you will find yourself uh somewhere else you didn't expect. Probably God is going to like I like I mentioned, the vision becomes clear as you keep working on it. You won't see the whole thing there and then. It's going to be half baked there and then or maybe not even yet uh, still in the oven. So what happens is as you keep working on it, as you keep being determined, as you keep being focused, you will uh, then um, be led to something that you are supposed to do and something that you should focus on. So I think um in trying to find I think we should be a little bit curious <laughs> rather we should be a little bit curious about what's happening in society. and not just be you know just there as simple people and all that kind of thing there's a lot like florence said there's a lot of problems in society that have to be solved and people will only look for the solution so if you are the solution then when and goods you are impacting people's lives in society and people are really going to follow you naturally yeah sure thank you for that and we can't really wait to see you guys grow and reach at a point where everyone gets to know your work and literally hearing of your stories and the ideas you always give us it's always nice to get to hear about from our fellow youths and fellow people that we can relate with such progress has been attained so 2021 just passed and there was so much going on there was issues just the two of you what were your top two highlights of 2021 we will start with you florence Uh my top two high top two highlights like in my personal life. Yeah, in your personal life 2021. Uh top two highlights. Uh <clears throat> well. <laughs> um the first one was um winning the award for the Economics Association of Zambia Innovators Award 
and also winning the Genius STEM Awards as Most Outstanding STEM Student, which was in December. So for me, that was uh, really, uh, those were the like two highlights, but really they were not like the two highlights. <laughs> like it's very hard to like pick top two because I was also a judge for the Jet Fair for 2021. I had always wanted to be in Jets, but I was never like, I never made it to Jets in high school. And then I ended up like being a judge. So for me, that was like really exciting. So yeah, just getting to see how people are so creative this year. I, okay, so many highlights becoming the programs officer for the Zambia National STEM Foundation. So many, 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 many highlights that I'm really, really grateful for. But yeah, um, I can't like mention them all here. So um, in as much as uh, I'm answering this question, I also have to like say bye because like I have to go, but I'm so honored to be on this show. So great to meet you, Cholwe. I'm so excited about your future and I look forward to reading your book, even though I'm not doing economics, but I'd like to major into health economics. So yeah, I look forward to reading it. And thank you so much, Stephen, for having me. I'm so sorry I have to go, but thank you very, very, very much. It was an honor to have you, Florence. We can't wait to see you next time and all the best as you keep soaring high. Thank you very much. Cholwe, with you, what were your top two highlights of 2021? Okay, I would say... Um been nominated for the Founder of the Year Award and coming out third place uh, in, the, I mean, Africa, that because it included um, Nigeria, Kenya, and all other African countries. And, um, oh my goodness, let me include the other one in the other one. I was also so excited to meet uh, one of the greatest people that inspired uh, me in economics, that is uh, Dr. Luwinda Havazoka, um, the former president of the Economics Association of Zambia. I was so inspired to present my book, economics book, to him and just receive advice and some sort of, some form of mentorship from him. And also, lastly, the election. Wow. <laughs> it was something else. It was something else. Um, winning the Unzahasa secretary general <clears throat> position for the Uzahasa elections was something also very exciting for me and I just can't wait uh, wait to work um, for the good of people. Yeah. Thank you for that Cholwe. And is there any resolution that you have put up your board for 2022? Okay, uh, 2022 resolution. What would I say? Okay, it's more of it's it, it's more about impacting people's lives more. Okay, this time we are targeting more people than we did. And <laughs> one more thing I would like to say is being heavy on the gospel. I was sharing this with one of my favorite uh, aunties. I was actually telling her, my mentor, my pastor. I was telling them this year I'm also heavy on preaching the gospel just to all nations. Seem to be that that happens and heavy on writing hopefully this year we get to bring more babies out there from the oven yeah sure we can't wait to see you grow we can't wait to see you so high Cholwe, and we can't wait to read more and see how you grow for 2022 see how you will reign on zahasa secretary general how your writing will come into play and we can't really wait to see what more of Cholwe Joyce Lung we get to see in 2022? 
and it was a blast having you around it was a blast we had so much fun conversating with you and florence the fact that we have to let you go and finish this conversation hits my heart but time is time and you economics always say economists always say time is scarce <laughs> <laughs> so what what words what last words would you like to say to our viewers before we go Okay, I would just like, um, uh, thank you very much, Kevin. That's, that's actually good. I was waiting for that. Um, I would like to encourage people to just, you know, I like what the word says. It says, don't just be the hearers, but be the doers. So Florence said actually a lot of things. And I mentioned a few more things that people can, you know, benefit from. And I would like uh, to advise people to just use some of these principles because surely experience is truly the best teacher and also to just humbly learn keep learning by the way from people who have um, you know achieved certain things and they actually inspire us that one is very very much more important and also like i always mention uh, like i mentioned last time when we had uh, on the last podcast which was very much interesting um have a mentor have a mentor it's very very important there's always someone that should mentor you and you know kind of direct you what to do yeah that's what i would say sure thank you for that and we were glad to have you we love you always joy love you really just balance i've loved just my tutor <laughs> for anyone who might know she's the tutor of mine so guys don't ask me a lot of questions <laughs> i'm so honored tevin actually i was very excited when you came up and said there is going to be another episode that you're going to be featured in i i said oh my goodness i love this um I'm always there. I'm always available. <laughs> so thank you for that. To our audience and everyone who is listening, thank you very much for staying throughout the whole podcast. We hope you stayed hydrated and sorry for not saying these words at first. If you are new to our to our family, please you're welcome and please always lean in. Talk to us, give us feedback, call us or information is in the description box below but if you've been with us throughout the whole season and last season thank you very much for being with us we're really happy to have you here that's a wrap from me and Cholwe and don't forget to subscribe and share with anyone who might in need and we have to say bye oh you got it you got